All right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Hangout Talks. For this week, we have Anna Costello, the founder of Ship Sunshine, a local company whose goal is to brighten up someone's day. Those life moments, big or small, in a simple, thoughtful way. Through challenging roads of quitting her corporate job, she went to a yoga retreat in Bali, and that is where she found out how she can make the biggest and most positive impact on the community. Now, I'm going to let Anna fill out the rest, but welcome, Anna. Welcome to Hangout Talks, and thank you for joining us. Hey, well, welcome, Anna. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. You know, I, oh, 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 no, go ahead. <laughs> yes, sir, I was like, wait, who's that? Go ahead. That's what happened at a hangout. That's what happened. Hey, welcome to hangout. Um, we all want excited. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and I know I went just briefly about kind of your journey out of where you were to here. Um, could you fill us in a little bit more of your journey and how like all this came to be? Because Ship Sunshine is like that great concept that you just like, you know, like it's simple enough where you're like, okay. But then it's like that idea behind it that pushes it all the way through where it makes it totally different than everything else. Yeah, thanks. Uh, So it's funny, I was just telling somebody this story the other day, but I feel like I had my stereotypical millennial eat, pray, love moment where, like you said, I quit my job, I went to a yoga retreat, I was kind of figuring out what I wanted to do with my life. And um, I'd always had a couple of side projects that I was working on and um, wasn't quite sure if any of them would stick or if any of them um, were something that I wanted to kind of really fully immerse myself into. I knew I wanted to build a product or a company or something from the ground up. I just, you know, didn't know exactly what to do. And um, I remember climbing up Mount Batur. It's a little volcano, little volcano. It, it kicked my butt. It was it was a tough uh, hike. <laughs> um, <Wow. laughs> we were doing a sunrise hike and we all were um, getting up at like 1 a.m. And, and it took us a couple of hours and uh, we got to the top and it was kind of cold and a little bit rainy and the sun hadn't come up yet. And we were just all sitting there kind of like recovering and, and whatnot. And then um, I remember so clearly like when the sun rose, we decided that um, it was time to eat breakfast and everybody's mood just instantly lifted. Partially, I'm sure, because we got food, um, but also like when um, it was bright and the sun, the warmth of the sun was coming down, like everybody just seemed so happy. And I remember thinking, gosh, we got to figure out how to like bottle this feeling, you know. And so um, at that point, you know, I had been starting the concept of Ship Sunshine and I was like, you know, I think this is exactly what I want to do. I want to figure out a way to send, you know, um, some sunshine in a box, a hug in a box, some warmth in a box. And I really um, came back and just started fleshing out that whole idea a little bit more. That's crazy. Oh, so the when I thought of yoga retreat, when I was reading that, I was like, okay, so it's mostly the retreat solely around just yoga. But when you're like, hey, we're hiking up this volcano, I was like, whoa, okay. So I, I get it now. I was like, okay, through all of those, pushing it all the way through that, that, that's where your idea was like just generating, I guess. Yeah, you know, I really, um, I try to practice yoga. It's something that I always feel better when I do. I had a blast, you know, um, going to this, but it's it, it doesn't come naturally for me to sit, you know, quietly or to sit still or to be in a dark room. Like sometimes I just want to like, you know, run in circles. <laughs> and so for me, yoga is definitely something that I um, am trying to aspire to and to do a little bit more. And so I figure if I just immerse myself into a retreat, that'd be perfect. But that was just part of the trip. And then I had um, a couple of days to adventure as well. Ah, okay. Okay, there you go. <laughs> no, that, that's awesome. Uh, and then 
I guess you were talking about like it went took all the way back to when you're just I guess what what motivates you the most when you're creating this like what kind of you know everybody receives gifts but like what motivates you the most to be giving yeah you know what I always try to think about is the look on somebody's face when they are receiving a gift you know I think one of the cool things um, about most of our orders for Ship Sunshine is it's a gift that somebody doesn't necessarily know that they're receiving. So they're receiving kind of like this surprise and delight um, piece of snail mail. They get to open it up. We try to make the unboxing experience like really exciting and um, elegant and bright and shiny, obviously. But, you know, it's kind of this um, cool experience of, you know, you don't know you're getting something and you can't wait to rip into it. And then when you read the um, gift message and we handwrite each gift message. Um, but then that person knows like, oh my gosh, somebody that I know and that I care about was, you know, thinking of me and wanting me to know that that they were thinking of me and wanting to bring a little bit of sunshine to me. So I, I, I think about that a lot and we hear so many stories of people just getting all of the feels and the warm fuzzies because um, somebody, you know, was kind enough to give them a box full of sunshine and hopefully brighten their day. Nice. And I just found it really cool, too. I was looking on your website and I found that, you know, there's a lot of items that you could put in your gift box and you can customize it as well. So I, I was curious, what, what are things that customers can pick and customize and put in the box? Yeah. So, um, you know, one of the things that was really important to me when sourcing product and selecting the collection was to find gifts that were um, unique, bright and cheery, and um, also supporting our local economy. Um, most of our products, I think we're actually right about 70% are um, from local and women owned companies. And then in terms of the types of products, um, you know, we have kind of a list of product criteria. We always think, you know, yellow is a bonus if it's bright and shiny, if it's happy, you know, if it's um, something that is useful, um, if it's a snack. Um, we really like the option of having personalized gifts because it just adds a little bit of extra touch. So we've got a lot of um, different, you know, mug options, candle options. Um, gosh, so many different things. And then we also get a lot of um, requests from businesses who are looking for like client appreciation, employee appreciation or prospecting type gifts. So we can, um, you know, source specific items or create kind of a unique um, un gift unboxing experience for, for people as well. With all the choices, what is the weirdest request you receive if you did receive any, any of them? A recent request that I think was just so fun was somebody asked if we could get Skittles to put in there. And I thought, you know, gosh, you know, during a pandemic, obviously, I don't know that I want to send anybody out. Um, but I actually we'd been using Instacart. And so uh, okay. like my personal groceries, so I was like, I'm going to throw in some Skittles and we put Skittles in this gift box. So <laughs> nice. that was just kind of fun because it was so random. But apparently it was like an inside joke. Um, we you know, so when we write the gift messages, we always get to. Um, be nosy and, you know, obviously uh, see what people are writing about, but some of them are just so funny. They're like, you know, hey, remember that one time we did this or, um, you know, Nick, a lot of nicknames that we get. And so this one was a whole inside joke around Skittles. So we thought, sure, let's put it in there. Regarding gifts, I, I know we have a friend that always talks about her five love languages. She loves giving gifts. Would you say that's one of yours or like what does gift means to you i know you touch a little bit on it but uh, i'm just curious if like your love language is giving gifts to as well because i know there's so many out there but that just came to mind 
Yeah, I actually made my partner and I take this, the five love languages quiz. And mine definitely was the way I show love is to give gifts. And the way that I, um, I guess, receive love is through um, acts of service and gifts. Um, okay. And he was so funny. Yeah, he was really like, cool. very eye opening. Thank you for making this easy for me. <laughs> my rest of our lives, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's you funny. know, I really just love the idea of like, putting together a little package or a handwritten note or dropping something in the mail um, just to let somebody know that you're thinking of them. Um, I think some of them can be, you know, funny things or or just like a hopefully a little thoughtful thing. But um, for me, I just I really appreciate kind of the, the um, physical component of sending something in the mail, you know. No, that's really cool. People have told me to take the love language test, but I, I never have. But <laughs> apparently, like people say I'm a I like to give gifts or help others. So I might be, that might be my love language too. So it's, it's interesting. Mm -hmm. like, would you recommend people actually taking that test to find out what kind of a love language they are? Do you think that helps? Usually? Oh my gosh, I, I do. Because I think, you know, everybody um, shows and receives appreciation and love mm -hmm. in different ways. And knowing your partners, your friends, yourself, you know, all of that can just equip you to um, have more meaningful relationships or show people that you appreciate and care about them in a way that's the most meaningful for them. And for me, it was really eye opening, too, because I, I never really thought about my own love language, but, you know, having my partner um, aware of that is helpful. So Marty, if you're listening, um, don't forget, here's a little refresher. <laughs> yes. Shout out yeah. to Marty. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Marty. Uh, I'm glad you're hanging out with us. If you are hanging out with us, wherever you are. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and no, it's uh, speaking of that, like my wife is huge on giving gifts, like the feeling she gets. And I, we honestly didn't take that. And as it just through all these things, like I got to understand, like when it goes to somebody's birthday or something like that, she puts a lot of work into wrapping them, like finding gifts, wrapping them. Um, and compared to me and my friend, like one day we just, oh, we're going to a friend's birthday. Let me just get her a card. And all it says, like, thank you. We're like, yeah, I think that's good. Uh, <laughs> we got that. So you can see like the contrast there. But and then I think mine is word of affirmation. Yeah. Uh, uh, so not a big on gifts as more of just words of affirmation. So uh, but yes, I do agree. Like it, it helps just to narrow down because there's there could be so many things. Yeah, absolutely. I have to admit, though, so Mother's Day was um, a couple of days ago and, um, you know, I, I wrap gifts and we put a lot of effort into making them pretty and finding like, you know, ways to surprise and delight and create a great unboxing experience. And yeah. for my mom, I think I was probably just a little tired and overwhelmed. And I was like, hey, is it OK if I just bring you these <laughs> gifts in a bag? <laughs> and she opened them. She's like, yeah, that's fine. But I thought, oh, my gosh, you hear that like stereotype where landscapers have the worst yeah. landscape lawns or whatever. I was just like, I don't know. It does happen. <laughs> it, it does happen. No, it's just, it's just really interesting. It makes it also made me think of something, too. Do you when you're thinking of love languages, do you think about it for your clients as well whenever they're like sending it to a friend or whoever it is you're like hey like or do you give them suggestions like i think this would fit this person's love language more or usually it's kind of like a surprise 
Yeah, I mean, you know, so a lot of people will ask me to help them curate gifts or if I have suggestions for um, business gifts, you have to generally kind of keep them a little bit more neutral um, because there's so many different types of people. You know, we might be sending gift boxes to 500 different people, for example. Um, but for individuals, I have one client. He's funny. He's asked me a few times to help with gifts. And, and this last one was for his anniversary. And so, you know, I, I know his wife fairly well. So we were putting some stuff together and he's like, hey, would you mind putting together like, you know, a, a note card or what do you suggest writing? And I was like, um, that one, you might need to write your own anniversary gift message. I'm not sure if I can do that one for you, <laughs> but I'll come up with the rest and make it look good. <laughs> and I was just trying to like, Anna, just do everything for me. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I, I trust you just to do that. It's like, I very much appreciate that, but I don't think that would go over well if she ever found out either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. After she listens to this podcast, she's like, I know who that it was. Yeah, she'll put the pieces together. <laughs> yeah, she'll start put, putting it together. <laughs> uh -oh, I hope I don't get him in trouble. I, I know. It would be great uh, if he end up, like, you know, hanging out with us on the podcast too. But at the same time, I don't know it would be good. <laughs> Hopefully he doesn't. Hey, he's sit there welcome. <laughs> he's welcome. Uh, and just going back, I I know I read this about I, you talked about uh, your mom, of course, and how she's one of your biggest inspiration. I I read about this, but mm -hmm. uh, for people that doesn't know, like, could you go a little bit more into that story if you don't mind? Yeah, absolutely. So. I and this probably isn't a good start, so bear with me here. But I remember even back when I was a kid, she would always say, like, rise and shine, good morning, sunshine, like in a very sing-songy voice. And, you know, as a um, bratty little child who just wanted to sleep, hearing that at 6 a.m. was a little bit rough, right? But yeah. I always laugh because <laughs> she's always just so cheerful and happy and sweet and kind. And I do think that um, if I had to guess her love language which I should probably know, um, is also gift giving. You know, we would always um, be, you know, going over to a neighbor's house and bringing them something that, you know, made, me, made us think of them or cooking them something or, you know, whatever it was. She always drops by with different surprises. And um, she's just one of the most thoughtful people, I think, on this earth, in my opinion. Um, but, you know, with, with uh, her kind of influence. So she's in, um, she's worked in brand marketing and communications, you know, most of her career and just kind of watching the way that she would present things or navigate things or make suggestions and all of her creative ideas, I think was just so inspiring for me to want to have something to create. And I, I don't necessarily think I'm necessarily like a creative person um, in a lot of ways, but I loved the idea of like building something on my own. And she was an entrepreneur for um, a huge portion of my childhood too. She did a lot of screenwriting and consulting. And so just kind of seeing her run her own business, I think that was um, natural for me to want to follow in some of those footsteps. Yeah. Man, it's just inspirational. Like, it's kind of made me think a little bit more like something really memorable, you know. So a good question for me is I think what's like the most memorable box that you've ever created? Like, <laughs> you remember it all the way till like you made it like you can never get it out of your head. One of my favorites, and I, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this on this podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it's okay. You should be fine. Okay. Yeah, we should be. <laughs> okay. I'll bleep myself out. No, somebody created a box, and it was so funny because um, in the beginning, I you know, I packed every single box, and I had so much fun kind of figuring out, like, the right way to um, – 
present the uh, items, you know, so they obviously we want to make sure they arrive safe and sound, but just so it looked pretty. And I put together this box and I remember thinking like, this is a really cool gift box. I kind of love it. And so I got to the part of my packing process where I start to write the note and the gift message was um, to me, love me, you fucking deserve this. And it was like nine (laughs) exclamation points. Yes, this is so great. Like, of course you deserve your own box of sunshine. Yeah, N- nice. That's, that's awesome. Like it's like a pat in the back. Like no matter yeah. what they're going through, it's you, you know like we like going through this road. I know like uh, just just a startup entrepreneurship road. Like you go through a lot of hardship too. Like it, which people don't see, and which I don't. I don't think you want to be like every day is like rough, and that's be like kind of odd. Then maybe you should sort something out around that. But. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it is nice to, you know, pat yourself on the back. And funny because it fits into your entrepreneur, you know, that thing where you're like, we forget to pat ourselves in the back. I, so I uh, sometimes when you're like, you made something, you're like, no, I need to keep going and never feel satisfied with that. You know, I think that's such a good point. I think it's so easy for people to kind of be their own um, worst critics. Or, you know, when I look at my like laundry list of to-do items, I keep thinking like, oh my gosh, I didn't get to that today. Or I really want to finish this, or I should have done a better job here. But um, I think that's a great point to try to flip the script to think like, okay, what all did I accomplish today? You know, what should I pat myself on the back for? What do I deserve to celebrate? You know, but it's it's tough when you're so immersed in the weeds and trying to make things happen um, to have that uh, have that mindset. So that's a good perspective and good reminder. Yeah, because I know, and Peter and I, like, we, I guess you can call us, we're small businesses. Yeah. Uh, I guess we, we, we are. We are, yeah. Uh, we are. Sometimes, like, I, I don't even register mm-hmm. that. Uh, when mm-hmm. they're like, what do you do? I'm like, yeah, uh, I'm a communication consultant. They're like, you own your own business? I was like, I I guess I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do? You're like, yes. Oh, but yeah, shoot, I, I do. Yes, but no. Uh, yes, but no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we think about it more like of a personal standpoint. It's a part of us, so we don't really think of it uh, as yeah, a business. Yeah. So I think that's, I think you can relate to it. Now. You've like the business has become kind of just immersed to be yeah. you. That you're like, um, I own a business, but I think of it as a connection of myself. So it's kind of you don't you don't think of it that way. Oh, sometimes. absolutely. Mm-hmm. That was the point I was talking. Now I can. <laughs> Oh, my bad. <laughs> no, 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 you're good. That was good. That was good. I was about to uh, applaud you, too. Like, that was really good. I didn't think of that. Um, but there's the other part of there are days that, you know, uh, thoughts came in your head and that I don't think I w- can do this anymore. Kind of along those same lines. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm curious, does, have you ever encountered those days? And like, what do you kind of do to combat that? Um, oh, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Ever? Like, uh, how frequently? No, I mean, I think that part of it, um, to both your points, you know, is you, you, you throw so much of yourself into this. And so I think back to kind of past roles and jobs that I've had where um, I, I felt like much more fearless, I guess, in a way, you know, I'm, I'm a terrible salesperson and having conversations about um trying to like sell my products is is really difficult for me, but I feel like I, it's so much easier and more natural for me to promote my friends' products and brands and services and the things that they're doing. Um, And so there, you know, I think it's, it's definitely more personal. And so you hear that, um, 
stereotype where people say like you quit your 40 hour a week job to work 80 hours a week. You know, there have been so many times where I'm like, I don't re ever remember being this tired before. And sometimes I think like I had this thought, this is probably terrible the other day where I was like, I kind of hope that I get sick soon. Like I would love to have a couch sick day. And then I thought, what am I thinking? What am I saying, especially during a pandemic year? No, um, if I need to take like a personal couch day, like I should do that. Like you need to prioritize yourself. So, so there are days yeah. that are weeks, months, years, you know, <laughs> that things just kind of become you, uh, this grind. You know, you, you go in, mm -hmm. you continue to work, you push so hard, you're always on. Everything makes me think about, you know, work in some capacity. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, sure, there are times where you can certainly burn out and feel like, I don't know if I can do this anymore. I don't know if I want to do this anymore. What was I thinking? Quitting my cushy job, you know, and, and doing this <laughs> yeah. on my own. But then, um, you know, and this might be a little woo-woo here, but anytime I have those moments, there's usually something um, that I either hear from a customer or I get, you know, like a really exciting order or, um, you know, just even like a random friend or, or somebody in my network might say something really nice that just gives you like the warm, fuzzy reminder of like, oh yeah, this is why I'm doing this. It is important. But I'll tell you the whole balancing your, um, mental health and self-care and being an entrepreneur is like a whole nother topic. <laughs> oh yeah, I agree. It, def it definitely is because what you said I think pretty sure all three of us here have those days. I know I have those days where I'm like, absolutely, I'm have so I have like a bunch of stuff on my plate. I need to get something done, but I don't get it done because I'm like, I can't do it. Like today is just the day where I feel exhausted. I feel tired. I just look at it. I'm like, I can't focus. Like I would just usually what I do is I would just go to the mountains, go climb it or hike it, what whatever just to get my mind off it and then come back to do it. Sometimes it's late at night is when everything flows, apparently. Do you ever, yeah, it's weird. Like, so I'm like, okay, but it's that's like the entrepreneurial life. When you're working on something 80 hours a week, sometimes you need that kind of reminder. So do you ever think of like Bali or anything usually or? Yeah, I mean, and I think your, your tactic to stop mm -hmm. working is such a good, way to have clarity or to give yourself a break or whatever. I think, you know, the days where I'm like sitting on my laptop and I'm thinking I'm going to push through this to-do list and then I'm just so drained and exhausted or it takes yeah. me five times longer than it would if I were trying to do this fresh. So mm -hmm. I do think that, you know, um, taking uh, a step back or taking a drive for me off often helps. Um, going mm -hmm. on a hike, like you said, and now yeah. that you've put this in my mind, yes, I am dreaming of Bali again. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. Like, go ahead, Trent. No, you know, like I was just thinking, you know, those signs that you had, Anna, that where people, when you're about to quit, but then you get a great message for somebody or you get an awesome order. And I'm thinking of Peter, too. Um, that I don't know. That may or may not sound weird that I'm thinking of Peter. But, <laughs> uh, that, <laughs> so good. Uh, uh, when uh, we were hitting that point and then somebody says something great or something come along that we're like yeah we are meant to do this and i think the, the, i take it as signs like when you're mm -hmm. so in, you're about to hang it up and somebody just give you a sign that you know you keep going 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, being receptive to that, um, I've, I've been big on trying to manifest things to make some things happen, um, saying them out loud, you know, just kind of putting it out there in the universe, again, a little woo woo, but, um, and being open and receptive to hearing and seeing those. I think you can miss some of those if you're so, you know, um, in the weeds and, and underwater with stuff, you know? No, mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. I, agree. I, I love those woo-woo moments. You call them woo-woo moments? <laughs> yeah. Okay. At no, first, we're like, I don't know what woo-woo better way to say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's all good. That's great. No, I think it's perfect because <laughs> those are the best moments, honestly, because there are days like I'd probably be hanging from, I don't know, I'm hanging from like a cliff or, or like edge of a mountain something. I'm like, oh, yeah, I got to do that for my business. <laughs> and they're like, I'm like, lower me. The guy's like, what? Like lower me. I I gotta get. The, I gotta write this down. Like finish the freaking climb. I'm like no. I'm lower me now. <laughs> Peter, so I so you do rock climbing or something. I mean, climbing, it sounded yeah. a little I, scary I, there at first when you you're know, just like I'm hanging from the corner. Of yeah, the yeah, rock climbing. I rock climb a lot. Oh, that is so cool. Yeah. So the, so for sure. But back to what we're talking about. <laughs> no, I think it's funny because you're like. <laughs> Yeah, because <laughs> Anna didn't get a background of what Peter, yeah. like. Oh, was. yeah, I, I so rock like, climb my hiking height. off a cliff. Many thoughts on purpose or just for, you know, for oh, fun. No. Like, what are you doing? But, it's like, wow, this guy is really woo woo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, whoa, are you OK? <laughs> no, not 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 that kind of hanging off a cliff because of the frustrations. But it's like more of like I sport climb a mm. lot. So I'd be hanging somewhere and I'll be like, hey, I have an idea. Lower me. And they're like, why? <laughs> Lower me now. But those are like the best moments. You know, like sometimes you're going somewhere or you're doing something or you're even sometimes it's just even driving and you're probably real thinking back to where it all started or or not. And then it just brings you right back. Yeah, I think those moments are really just a gift of clarity, right? I mean, I think one of the things that um, I find challenging, I'd be curious if you guys have experienced this, at least you guys have each other as partners, you know, Um, but to talk things through is like, sometimes there's stuff where I just keep rolling it around in my head because it's just me thinking about it. Um, And I have plenty like phone a friend, you know, type relationships, but it's different when it's your business and you're not working with a team of, you know, a hundred and something people. Um, And there are times where I feel like, gosh, I've spent so much time and energy thinking about this one thing. And then when I finally just make a decision, even if it's the wrong one or, you know, whatever, I just feel so much lighter. I'm like, okay, now I can move on. And if it's the right decision, great. If it's the wrong decision, I'll fix it, you know, whatever. But I think that that's one of those things that can be so um, draining, you know, energy wise is just, just to be the only one thinking these through or being the only one to like have to make sure to think through all of the different areas that some decision could impact, you know? No, I, I agree with that. Cause Agreed. I think that's, that comes back to like where we don't really think us as a small business. Cause you know, in your thoughts, like small business as X amount of people working with us, but usually it's just one person trying to do I don't know, a multitude of things. Uh, I can't even name on top of my head right now, but there's many things. But yeah, like you said, Anna, like we do get those. Um, man, I was like, I've been working on, for me personally, I've been working on like just some templates and my website. Those are like two different things. But on and on, I'm like, man, when I got to get this done? Like I can't think of anything and it's been weeks or months or whatnot. And sometimes it takes going to dinner with a friend and you don't even think about what you weren't planning on talking about it. It just mm-hmm. happens and you're like, 
oh shoot i should do that thanks and i'm gonna go home now and do that or something like that but yeah and I think, you know, I mean, having the benefit of being able to talk to people who have different perspectives and the experience of things that you can just pick their brains, you know, is so um, valuable. And I also think sometimes even just saying things out loud versus thinking them in my head can be helpful, too. Yeah. yeah. Or I'll say something and I'm like, oh, that's not what I want to do at all. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes I'll, my friend will be like, hey, what do you do? And I'll, I'll, I'll give them, you know, a quote unquote elevator pitch. But I was like, ah, oh, man. Did, did, did that make sense? You're like <laughs> some will like bluntly, no, that didn't make sense. I don't get it. Or some will be like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna go back and retune this. Yeah. And, you know, and speaking stuff out loud. And I'm I'm curious. Like I know we talked about like one person running things. Like how was that process in creating uh, Ship Sunshine? Yeah. So you know, it was interesting. I, I look back on this. Um, <clears throat> initially, when I first started, I was basically just shopping. I was finding all of these things that I thought were cute, and I learned a lot of lessons in curation. Um, but it was just me kind of putting things together. And then it got to a point where I was like, Oh my gosh, I need some help packing boxes. You know, so I hired somebody to help there. And then there were kind of processes where I was like, gosh, this would be so much more efficient if we had this tool um, or, you know, this system or whatever. So we kind of invested in some of that. And um, now we're, we've expanded, you know, the team, um, which has been really great. And I'm starting to look at some positions that um, are probably a little bit more ownership based. For, for me, you know, I mean, it's um, like I said, I've, it's been hard to try to think, you know, all of these contingency plans and, um, you know, the, the way that things are tied together and how one decision impacts the other and so forth. And I'm kind of just feeling like, you know, it'd be great to have somebody that I can trust to take on X portion of the business. And I'll be honest, I haven't figured out exactly what that is. It's tough to let things go too, as you know, somebody who started um, this business from the ground up. But I'm definitely at the point where I feel like, it's almost like I'm doing myself and my business a disservice by trying to hold on to these pieces so tightly and need to figure out, you know, um, how to build a team to support me um, in some of the other areas. I have a great team that support me in so many other ways. <laughs> you hit it on the head on that one. It's like uh, you hit it on the head. I don't know. Is that a phrase? That <laughs> hit the nail on the I head. I think it is. <laughs> I mean, you hit yeah. the nail on you, the head. You, 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 yeah. Right. There, I think it's fine. It works. It works, right? It kind of makes sense. Yeah. Uh, what I was trying to get with that is yes, letting go. Like Anna talked about it, like you let um, letting go of things, like because you created all this, and now you had to let go of one of those pieces. But uh, like you said, you had to like step back, and this is gonna make it. You gotta scale it up somehow, and you, we we all eventually do need help in certain areas. Like we can't yeah. do it all. And, well, and honestly, I mean, I'm semi self-aware enough to know that like somebody's going to do it so much better than I am, yeah. you know, like yeah. I think especially starting this business, it was like crystal clear, all of my gaps, if you will. And things <laughs> I'm like that is so not my area of expertise um, or something that I really don't enjoy doing or, you know, whatever, because you have to kind of wear all of these different hats in the beginning. But there are a lot of aspects of what I'm doing now where I think, oh, my gosh, you know, if I could hire somebody, they would do a better job with it. It would be less draining for me. And um, hopefully everybody would be happy. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's a great like even lesson for other small businesses like there's some uh we worked with many other clients that wants to do everything on their own like they started it how can i add more into my plate and we sometimes like recommend like you kind of you know delegate some of these like you said mm -hmm. like it, um understanding i think that's one of the really good advice like i and yeah. 
it really is because i think a lot of people are scared of that delegation they're like it's my baby i don't want to let it go i'm afraid you're gonna screw it up it's more so like i think you have to learn to like trust people a little bit more almost you're like hey like i brought you on i'll trust you to do it maybe they'll do even better within you that like you said that's a great mentality to to have not a lot of people kind of think of it that way like like there's like there is like i know my business better than anybody else mentality kind of thing mm-hmm. and i'll tell you too um you know in the beginning i used to yeah. put together kind of my my wish list and my dreams and all of my plans and things that i wanted to do and i don't know if it was you know, quarantine or, or um, the whole like pandemic or me being tired of it. But this year when I was looking at um, my planning, I was like, okay, that's great. I know what I want to do. I'm going to start writing down all the things I don't want to do. And I found so much satisfaction in that. Like that was almost therapeutic, that exercise in itself, because it was really clear to me, like some pieces that um, that I'm either not good at or are so time and energy draining for me that I was like, you know, I, I'm never going to be good at doing my own bookkeeping. I'm just going to find a partner there. You know, whatever that is for each person, it's almost like buying back a little bit of your time and energy to focus on the things that do bring you joy and that you are good at and that you can move the needle on. No, as you were mentioning about that, I'm like in my head too. I was like, okay, what do I don't, what do I <laughs> don't want to do right now as in like mm. it, and like you I don't want to say you hit it on the head again because I don't think that's right but <laughs> you, uh, on point y- yeah there we go thanks yeah you. it was on point that's why we work together you know that's why yeah. we do this together uh you were on point with your buying back time and that is because now once that time goes you don't you can't get it back and that is great like I think woo woo moments buying back your time amongst many other things like that that is great advice i think i love that advice and like let's say like somebody's looking to start their own uh small business like what what would you say like would there be any other advice on top of the woo-woo moments and buying back your time oh gosh i mean there's so many so many things that i've learned all the hard way um i i would love to actually have conversations with people like a little bit more in depth if I could share any experience. I think that might be valuable. I think um, for for me, you know, I one of the biggest things um, in the very beginning, I was just kind of like all in. I'm going to do all these things and try it out. And then it got to a point where um, I started to have some some little successes, which was great. But then I almost feel like I paralyzed myself in um, in the sense of like not wanting to make a mistake or, you know, not wanting that success to go away or, um, you know, worrying about like destroying the business or, you know, whatever it is. And so I do feel like um, in a couple of different periods of time, I've, I've kind of hit that like analysis paralysis aspect. And I've talked with a lot of um, people who've, you know, been interested in kicking around ideas to start their business. And, and what I usually just tell them is like, you know, you have to just start someplace. Um, you know, generally, like if you, you know, know the product, if you know the market, if you know the ideas, you know, whatever it is, like most of your mistakes are going to be fairly calculated. And so I would say, you know, just kind of push forward on things, obviously get counsel and advice and, and like stuff on like legal and finances or, you know, whatever. But I would say, you know, just kind of keep going. Maybe I'm thinking of that Dory, like fish, like just keep swimming, um, from finding Nemo, because I think that you, um, you just, it's the 
opportunity cost. You lose so much time if you don't do anything. You you lose the opportunity to learn if that was the right decision or wrong decision, you know. Um, and and you just have to kind of keep forward and try some things and be nimble and learn to adjust um, if if that if you're not on the right course, you know. Speaking of that, um, are you on Clubhouse by any chance? <laughs> so, no, yes, but I I downloaded it and then I never opened it again. But that is there's so many resources and people. Yeah. Do you guys do Clubhouse? So. We will be, and we would love to talk to you about that after this episode. Uh, we won't break it to everybody, to our listeners just yet. We, you know, we'll, <laughs> we have some ideas brewing, and then we, yeah, we would love to talk to you about it after. Yeah, you got some stuff up your sleeve here. Okay. <laughs> hey, always. <laughs> you always we try. Have to. We try. That's part you know, of being like... an entrepreneur, right? You always <laughs> have to have like little something under your sleeve. If you don't, I'd be con- I'd be a little bit concerned. I'm like, huh? Yeah. You don't have anything. And just like it's based on our conversation, like as we're all talking, like, you know, ideas start popping up. And I think that's mm-hmm. just how our, everybody's head here is kind of how they process things. Um, yeah, I, I laugh. I have a um, business partner and she and I like every time we get together, um, it's so fun. And I love her. And we we do most of our work remotely. Um, Deborah Mastic. Hello from Fluff Trough. She's brilliant. Um, hey, Deborah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Deborah. I hope you're listening. <laughs> she like every time we get together we like try to start like seven other businesses we just have so many different ideas and stuff so um to your point peter i think one of the things with um being an entrepreneur at least for me because i have a couple of other business ventures is you know to be open to those opportunities to always have these ideas but to also be reasonable and stay semi-focused which has been my challenge (laughs) that that is a tough one because yeah i i agree like we were on a bachelor party in California with a really close friends of mine. There was five of us and we were just in the car and all of a sudden, Hey, let, we can probably start the business. Like everybody's in different areas. <laughs> One's real estate. Uh, one does sales. The other one's architecture. The other one, um, engineering and I do communication. So we're like all thinking like, Hey, we could just create one right now. Yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah. Ideas, ideas. Like we want to create, keep creating and, um, maintaining our focus is one of those things that we're like, sometimes it's tough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I always encourage like, and this might just be a guilty pleasure of mine, but I always encourage like, go down that path, have those conversations, do some of that thinking because you never know, it might not um, be relevant or the right time or opportunity now, but you never know in the future, like if, if there's, you know, an opportunity that presents itself, you're like, oh, I've already thought some of this through, you know, but I think that it's really good to kind of, I don't know if this is medically accurate, so don't quote me on this, but I think <laughs> it's really good to like exercise that muscle in your brain, you know, to, yeah. to brainstorm about ideas and think about possibilities and to figure out ways to collaborate because that's so applicable in everything you do. Very true. I think that's very, very, very true. Because if you're not thinking at all, I feel like you're you're missing out. Like it it really is. And I think it's just that amazing idea of like being an entrepreneur is like if you've ever been with, like around entrepreneurs like us, honestly, we're thinking of things all the time. You're we're looking at like we go into a restaurant like oh I could do that restaurant or oh why not make like make that restaurant even better by doing this. I go. I'm guilty of going to pho restaurants all the time. I'm like, why don't you make it like let people do make their own pho? It never <laughs> happens. Like, and they're like, you should do a business, Peter. I'm like, 
No, I don't got time for that. Well, when you <laughs> do, you do let me know because I love pho. <laughs> hey, it's it's really good. It's an idea, but hey, I I wish I could do it right now. <laughs> Looking at everything, I don't think I have the time for it. I almost did. I'm, I was talking to my parents about it. They're like, "Yeah, you should do it." And they're and I'm like, eh. "Time wise, I can't right now." <laughs> Speaking of, we got stuff off, off, ah, up our sleeves. I was trying to be smooth there with the transition, but that didn't work out too well. But totally normal transition. Yeah, we'll just do normal transition. I'll try to like you know like segue all the way into this. But uh, we do have rapid fire questions, so we do this with our guests, and everybody that hangs out knows we never tell our guests what questions we have beforehand. I think it's just fun you have to kind of think on the spot a little bit and um, jump in right through there. All right, Peter, you want me to start? Right, we I always can start. Like, Okay, we always battle through this. Like, who starts? Very first one. What's your favorite gift? For myself or somebody else? For yourself. Oh, man. Um, this isn't very rapid. Now I feel all this pressure. To- <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's, we call it rapid fire, but usually we talk about this for a while. So yeah, okay, okay. Um, you know, I'm, I'm right now, I probably think, you know, in this moment, I think, um, especially with so many things getting locked down, like I want to travel, I want to go to concerts and I want to go to like sporting events. I'm a huge Broncos fan. I'm a huge Tampa Bay Rays fan. And so for me, I kind of feel like I need to get out and have some, some fun. I miss fun. <laughs> nice. Oh, Marty. We're, uh, yeah, right? we're Marty. <laughs> 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 And then let's go back to best gift you ever received. Best gift I ever received. You know, I think one of the most thoughtful gifts actually was recent and from Marty. Um, I'm really not trying to butter him up or drop all kinds of hints. I feel like this is like a <laughs> placement equivalent of a, uh, a hangout. Um, but, you know, I, I'm a, I love wine. And um, he bought me this table that was like made out of a wine barrel. And it's so quiet. I wish I could describe it better, but it's, it kind of looks like a half wine barrel and then a table on the top. And then you can lift up the table and it has storage inside. And then when you lift up the table, it also serves as like if you want to have like a TV dinner. But there's so much utility and it's so beautiful and um, it smells a little like oaky, you know. So I think that was just such a thoughtful gift because we always like we had the table we had before was just a little bit small. We we're always like. I don't know if we order too much food or if it was too small, but we always were running out of room on this table. <laughs> um, and so, no, I just thought that was so thoughtful and just an awesome gift um, that was uh, this last year. Wow. Great oh, no, job, Marty. There you go. Yeah. yeah. I love a job. High five through our <laughs> hangout. Marty. No, it's really cool, though. But, you know, it's just a win when it's made from like an old like wine barrel. It's just it's just but it's just a win right there. If you told me like, oh, I got you a table made up of an old wine barrel, an old barrel, I'm like, done, deal. That's the best. I'll just get you a barrel. How about just a barrel? Yeah. Oh, perfect. I'll make, <laughs> okay. I'll make it like, a, I'll put it somewhere. Okay. <laughs> Some more storage. All right, next question. What's your favorite thing to do outside of creating sunshine? Favorite thing to do, gosh. Um, so I got a pup, her name's Maddie. And um, she's a delightful nightmare. She's six months. Um, but right now, I just feel like I want to spend all of my free time making her life 
especially wonderful. So been doing some more um, hikes, going to all these dog-friendly stores, um, but I'm totally that person who's now just obsessed with their dog. And so I think um, me just getting to have little adventures with her and, and uh, Marty's been really great recently. What kind of dog is Marty? Dog is Marty? <laughs> no, no, uh, so Maddie? That's a whole Maddie. different thing. <laughs> Marty's a little of a dog. No, I'm just kidding. Maddie is. Oh man, sorry, Marty. I apologize. See, like Maddie, Marty. Okay. Maddie, yeah. There have been times where I'm like, Marty, no, and I'm like, oh no, I meant Maddie. Sorry, that was subliminal. Both of you, no. Um, Maddie's an Australian Shepherd mix. Okay. There you go. Wow, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, I won't mix up the name again. I just won't say <laughs> either name. <laughs> if you can only wear one outfit for the rest of your life, what would that outfit be? Like a current outfit or my dream outfit? Uh, any outfit that you're just like, I'm going to live with this outfit for the rest of my life and never change it. Yeah, I've, I've totally become guilty of um, subscribing to like Steve Jobs' um, wardrobe uh, theories, I guess. I don't know the right way to describe it, but he basically has like a very similar wardrobe because he's like, I make so many decisions in a day that yeah. I don't want to have to think about my clothes. And so like my <laughs> typical uniform, if you will, would be like just like black jeans or leggings and then some sort of top. Um, I really love yellow. If you can't tell a ship sunshine. So I wear a lot of yellow clothing, <laughs> um, but nice. I usually just go for comfy. I um, we went out to dinner the other night because Marty's mom came in for Mother's Day and I we thought we'd get all dressed up and have so much fun. And I wore wedges, like heels. And I was like, I'm never doing this again, like ever again. So I just would rather be comfortable. <laughs> That's awesome. Now, what's your favorite quote? My favorite quote. Um... <laughs> well, this is probably a little trite. I was like, just keep swimming. I did quote that earlier. Um, nice. actually, I think one of my favorite quotes, which, um, I put on the wall and it was the first thing I put in my office when I got my new office space and started the company was a quote literally from Snow White. <laughs> and, you, um, you know, remember, oh, I should, I'm going to butcher this. Remember, you're the one that can fill the world with sunshine or something like that. Um, but I think that, you know, for me, just subscribing to the mindset of it, it's the little things, you know, you've got to um, be there for people when big things are happening and, and um, show up in, in the ways that, like we talked about earlier, love languages that mean the most to them. But I also think that um, there's a lot of beauty in life's little moments. True. Oh, That's beautiful. You <laughs> Thank you. I've never watched Snow White, but I agree that is beautiful. I'll just <laughs> that right now. It's all good. <laughs> One thing on your bucket list you haven't done yet. So, oh my gosh, I just have to pick one. Okay. Um, I would love to spend a significant amount of time. I don't want to limit myself or aim too high here. Um, and just kind of explore Europe, go backpacking. Um, I think, you know, the idea of like, wine, cheese, pasta is totally up my alley. Would love to spend some time in Italy and France and, and Spain and, you know, but I think for, for me, I did a lot of travel earlier in my career where it was very functional, like going to a conference, going to a meeting. Um, but I love the idea right now of going someplace and having no agenda, um, doing 
a little research, you know, just for safety and some some basics, but really just not knowing much and just kind of going off and exploring. I would love to take a period of time to do that and ride the train and just navigate and kind of um, spend my days however it it makes sense that day, you know? Nice. With all the experiences that you have now, what would you tell your 18-year-old self? <laughs> um I did just recently have a conversation with my financial advisor. So it's probably like, what was I spending money on and why was I saving more money? <laughs> I feel that. I definitely feel that. <laughs> I mean, your priorities obviously shift and stuff, but now, you know, it's so funny. Like Marty even was like, we should get you a new car. And I was like, oh my God, do not get me a new car. The idea of learning something new makes me, you know, um, go into some crazy hysterical overwhelm mode and I want to like run my car on the ground. But like I said, I want to spend time and money traveling and so forth. But yeah, I think back on like what I spent money on as like an 18 year old or, or in my twenties or whatever it was. And I'm like, what was I doing there? <laughs> what if I had invested that I could have so many trips or so many things. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. Same thoughts here. I'm like beat myself up. I'm like, I could have done it way earlier. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I, I, I don't think either any of us want to know what we spent our money on when we're 18. <laughs> Man, I think back and I'm like, you're such an idiot. Like, that's probably <laughs> the first thing I'd tell myself. You're an idiot. Like, why did you do that? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's probably... <laughs> Next question. Best place that you visited? Best place that I visited? Um, you know, I do. I have to say Bali. It was so just nice. visually stimulating um and i grew up so I'm, I'm in denver now obviously but i grew up in florida and so we had beaches and stuff like that but it was very flat and i just remember you know seeing kind of the magnitude of the water and some of the cliffs and some of the structures and um that was a really cool trip not only because bali is just gorgeous and i'm so fortunate to have had the opportunity to go but i was also kind of in a phase in my life where i felt like i needed something you know um to inspire me or something bigger than me or you know whatever it was and and i feel like that was like the right trip at the right time and i i am so grateful that i had that opportunity to do that nice what's what's the best tv series for you oh my gosh i'm gonna like fight myself here um so I'm not a huge, I like, I have a hard time usually sitting down and concentrating on a show or a movie. Um, th that's kind of like maybe my climbing time where I'm like, oh, I should do this. And oh, I didn't think of this. You know, as soon as I sit down to a movie, um, I, I get up and that drives Marty crazy. But I often have The Office and Friends on repeat. Those are just kind of those feel good shows that I'm familiar with that I can have in the background, you know, to listen to while I'm working or something. And then every once in a while, um, I'll hear, you know, a line or a joke and stuff that just like actually makes me laugh out loud. So it's very much a comfort thing, but I, I love both of those shows. I can't decide between the two. <laughs> hey, they're, they're both amazing shows. I've watched both. They're both amazing. So don't blame you. They're good in the background kind of shows and sometimes just to watch just for the giggles too. <laughs> One favorite hobby. 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 Oh, my gosh. You know, I feel like I don't have any, like, like hobbies or skills or, like, hobby, like, you know, skills in the way of hobbies. Um, I do like, I do like cooking. I don't know if that, that counts. Um, I really want to get into playing an instrument again. 
I used to play, um, I used to be in a traveling steel drum band when I was in middle school. It was the coolest thing. Um, but I'm feeling like I'd love to pick up guitar or piano or something again. So maybe I should pick up a hobby here in this next uh, <laughs> No, so good. You're never too late to pick up a new hobby. Yeah. What scares you the most? Oh, gosh. That's deep and terrifying. Um, probably, you know, I... I Sometimes I get down this path of watching like strange, gruesome, murdery like documentaries, and I feel like that wouldn't be a great way to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those get very like you start being paranoid when you go to your car. You're like, oh. oh my gosh, yeah. I saw this meme that was oh, like, yeah. I have anxiety, and then also me, I'm gonna watch a murder documentary. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what me watching horror about? movies. I'll watch it and I'll be like, oh, it's okay, I can do this, it's not that scary. And then the next moment, I'm in my car. I'm, I keep looking at my back seat. I'm like, there's no one there, but I'm, I guess, get super paranoid. <laughs> <laughs> one pet peeve. Just one? Yeah, just one. <laughs> um, okay, so I, I've been accused of this where um, I go from like normal to hangry, apparently, pretty quickly. And so I think. I could acknowledge that one of my pet peeves is certainly when people take a long time to order their food and it's like, <laughs> my food is dependent on that. <laughs> I, I, I hate when people are ordering, sorry to cut you off, Anna, people, like, people ordering for the whole family or two, three families in the drive-thru. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, it's like, it's just one meal. Just order something quick and the quickest thing to arrive. And <laughs> yeah. mm, I feel that. Speaking of food. What's your favorite food? Oh, man. Um, yeah, I've not really met any tacos that I've disliked. And I feel like Mexican food, there's so much variety um, to it. You can do so many things. So I'd say, I would definitely say maybe tacos. Yeah. That's awesome. awesome choice. So best restaurant in Denver, maybe is a taco place. Okay, that's actually funny. So we have a um, Moss Chaos right down the street from our house and it's a pizza and taco place and so oh, my man. second favorite mm. might be pizza so we we end up there oh. quite frequently and they're awesome their whole team is amazing um they've got inside outside area um amazing food mm. and just everybody's so friendly and yeah that's probably my favorite restaurant nice and it's down in tennyson right yeah yeah perfect yeah i've been there nice our yeah. next hangout could be there Awesome. That'd be, that'd that'd be, be awesome. Perfect. <laughs> Pizza mm. and tacos? Yes. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. they do both well. You know, at first we were a little skeptical. Yeah. We're like, how can you do both of these? You know, they're so different, maybe, you know, but they do them well. They're great. Wow. Nice. Okay. What is your favorite color? Yellow. <laughs> Yellow. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that we have it on here, but Anna already mentioned it about a couple of times. <laughs> no, that's good. It is. I do. I just love the. I love that yellow can be like so vibrant, but also can be really warm, you know, at the same time. All right, going to the last one. Favorite book. Favorite book. Oh my gosh. Again, I just have to pick one. Um, you know, I think the the one of the most meaningful books that I read at the time was The Alchemist. I'm trying to remember who's that was by. Um, I am not multitasking well but i just remember like having such a sense of like warmth reading this and inspiration and 
Um, I read that so long ago, but it was kind of about like these adventures to um, like Africa and to all these different places. And I've always loved the idea of the pyramids, but um, I remember reading that. I, I remember saying to Marty that I wanted to go back and read that. Um, recently, most of the books that I've read have been really like business and productive um, type books. So they're kind of, you know, read them and leave them. But no, that's <laughs> we, we, we need a break from like, you know, those business self development books because yeah. that's mostly our yeah. books. But sometimes it's just great to like, let me just read this. It's not have nothing to do with whatever I'm going to be doing. And how can people find you, Anna? Yeah. So um, my website is shipsunshine.com. Um, always feel the need to enunciate that one. And my yes. email is <laughs> just Anna at shipsunshine.com. And I love connecting with people. I love hearing people's stories. I love connecting um, people to other people. Um, if there's anything that I can do to help, you know, I'm, I'm happy to jump on a call. I would love to meet any um, anybody, you know, when when things settle down a little bit. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm very much kind of craving um, networking and human connection, especially after this last year. Yeah, awesome. that's awesome. Uh, same goes with us. So if you ever want to go pizza and tacos? Yes. We are there. We'll get we'll, it we'll on the books and we'll talk about what's up your sleeve. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll, yes. we'll talk. We'll talk soon. So everybody that's listening. And please reach out to Anna. Yes, Ship Sunshine. I have to enunciate that. I was like prepping myself before this. <laughs> and <laughs> while, you, while you're there too as well, make sure to follow us. We have a Instagram for Hangout Talks. It's at Hangout Talks. Simple enough. Uh, if you would like to reach out to us personally, mine is formerly known as Mr. Goodall, but it is Tret Communication, all one word on Instagram. And mine's Peter underscore the suited marketer. Yeah, Peter does it so smooth. And <laughs> thank you so much, for everybody, for hanging out with us. And thank you so much, Anna Costello. <laughs> thank you both for having me. Is there anything that I can do to help you? Hey. That's a question. We oh, don't no. know. We, we, we usually don't get asked that. Oh, uh, that was a rapid fire You can question. think about it, too. Yeah, that was a rapid fire question. Oh, that was a rapid fire. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll we have you send us one. a box of sunshines when we do. Done. From, from Anna to us or from us to us, whichever works yeah. best. Yeah. Whichever works best. And make sure everybody check out Ship Sunshine and send a box to yourself. Send a box to us. Send a box to Anna. <laughs> Anybody. <laughs> anybody anybody and thank you so much for listening like always thank you so much and don't forget to leave us a feedback on apple Podcasts or spotify actually only only apple's podcast that definitely helps us out too as well thank you so much and looking forward to hanging out with everybody on the next episode Bye.